Our next installment on the Lord's Prayer series is Your Will Be Done on Earth as in Heaven. This is the hardest one for me, I must admit. It seems like it deserves more like three hours of devotion, but I'll keep it a little shorter than that. I was once in a class where the professor noted the popularity of the What Would Jesus Do bracelets that were really popular at that time. He kind of smiled wryly as he was talking about it and said, We as humans have no clue what Jesus would do. Well, a guy near where I was sitting slowly put his wrist with its WWJD bracelet under the table and kind of covered that wrist with his other hand. Well, I don't think he needed to do that, and I don't think the professor was really against those bracelets. He was just making a point that a quick read of any gospel will reveal that Jesus is full of surprises we would have trouble predicting. And so it is with the will of God as well. It is something we cannot ultimately know. And yet we ask for it to be done here and now as it is in heaven. Now I've heard many times that this is the most dangerous part of the Lord's Prayer because we are asking for God to act in this world in a way that would bring God's justice and reconciliation. Realities that, if we're honest, may not necessarily always work in our favor. We only need to look at the life of Jesus to see that God's will being done on earth calls disciples away from their livelihood, calls a rich man to sell everything he has, ups the ante on the commandments so that all fall short, calls out the religious leaders, and most importantly, costs Jesus his own life. The ultimate consequence of the peace of God going up against the violence of the world's kingdoms was the death of the Prince of Peace. Now, we have seen righteous people die for pretty much all of recorded history, assassinations of civil rights leaders in our own country, and countless of their martyrs throughout the world. Even the scriptures waste no time in telling of Stephen, a follower of Jesus who was killed because of his faith not long after Jesus died. And many of those we revere and celebrate today were not so popular when they were alive. Conspiracy, cautious curiosity, and suspicion followed many who, in hindsight, seem to be clearly seeking God's will of justice and peace on earth. And to many, Jesus is just one of those people. But to us as Christians, and truthfully to the world, no matter what they think of him, Jesus is so much more. His resurrection is both a judgment on and a victory over the kingdoms of this world that didn't want his will to be done. His death, in fact, in light of this resurrection, is a conquering death. And when we pray for God's will to be done here as in heaven, we yoke ourselves to the reign of God, the way of God, here in the midst of this world's present kingdoms. Theologian Karl Barth once famously wrote, Take your Bible and take your newspaper and read both, but interpret newspapers from your Bible. Now he wrote way before the 24-hour media onslaught we have today, but his words ring true. And while we cannot know God's will and indeed sometimes do the very opposite, while we would be wise to ask for God's will to be done with shaking knees and open hearts, one thing we can know, the lens through which we look at the world and engage with the world, from our next door neighbor to our neighbor in need across the globe, is always through the lens of the cross and always with a faith freed to act as God's spirit moves us, knowing we are blessed with forgiveness when we err and encouragement when we succeed. O God, indeed, let your will be done on earth as in heaven, and let us be a part.
Amen.